This is Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, along with my co-host, Americus Reed. We have one more spotlight guest this hour, and I am thrilled to welcome Sean Madison, who's the Director of Business Development for, how do you say your company? Innovate? Yeah. Oh dear! <laughs> in- Innova feed, actually, in- yeah. Innova feed. Hey, how's it going, Sean? Innova, Innova feed. This is exciting. Innova feed, right? Innova feed. Is that it? So yes, now that Innova we know how to feed. pronounce it, why don't you tell us what it is? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, so we are a French company that uh, we produce black soldier flies or Hermitia lucens. Wait, wait, wait! You're process- saying a whole lot of words. You got to do that again. Yes. <laughs> so. So we basically grow bugs at an industrial (laughs) scale, basically an unprecedented industrial scale. And we process those bugs into ingredients that can be used mostly for uh, plants and animal nutrition at this point as as a highly sustainable yet highly performant alternative. The traditional proteins, oils, and things like so, that. So, like, okay. whose idea was this in the beginning? <laughs> like, how did this? First of all, Sean, I love this idea because <laughs> you know, I you know, looking for ways to innovate and break out of the box and to, you know, re or repurpose and utilize resources of this planet that could otherwise, you know, you are way I, more open minded than I am. I, I will get eat a bug, damn idea. it. Yes, so I will. Somebody was looking at protein. all these bugs and they said, "This is the future." Yes. Looking at these bugs, that's I what you're trying to in tell my Protein powder, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a few things happening. Uh, there, there's uh, we're facing some kind of crises when it comes to uh, food supply and how we do that sustainably, and you know, uh, do it in the long run. You know, by 2050, we're going to have over almost 10 billion people on the planet, and we have an increasing protein gap. Uh, agriculture is one of the biggest polluters worldwide, so we need to look at solutions that not only produce the food we need uh, for our planet to continue running, but to do so in accordance with things like the Paris Climate Accord, et cetera. And so what, what insects do and how we kind of pitch this typically is, is I, I always say, like, why insects? Why the insect we chose? Yeah, right. and then That's why my question. Feed? Why insects? And, and uh, why insects are is because they're really nature's most powerful upcyclers. They can turn really low value stuff into really high value stuff mm. relatively efficiently. So what we do um, in our process is relatively simple. So we, we upcycle uh, agricultural byproducts, and these would be essentially like spent grain and stillage from a grain processor. Okay. And we plan yeah. our, our production facilities directly next to it. We plug directly into them via pipeline. Okay. And we just we add our, our eggs and our, our uh, neonates in there, and the larvae eat it, and we process those larvae in about two weeks, and uh, we process those into these end ingredients. Um, so they're able to take this kind of low value stuff that's there's not much use for, but there's a lot of it. There's a lot of grain processing done throughout the world. And they turn it into these very, very high value proteins and oils for use in a variety of different markets. Gotcha. And so just make sure I understand. Bar- Barbara's having a connection yeah. in the studio. She's yeah. like, I cannot wrap my head around. But just to make sure. We got to get you out to the plant. We, sure. you gotta eat, I'm not sure that's going to help. You, okay. you got to eat bugs live. So, Sean, so there's there's these low value outputs that are coming that, that we're already creating in these various manufacturing processes and you're saying you add what did you call them neo somethings you add neophytes what did you call them ne- ne- uh yeah neophytes neophytes uh, basically the young the young bugs or, or neonates what, what, when you say uh, bug what kind of bug are these what so it's it's a bug called the black soldier fly it's a it's a bug that's uh basically non-invasive it's it's native uh worldwide 
Uh, it's a harmless fly. So when it actually is in its fly stage, all it does is reproduce. It doesn't eat. It doesn't sting. It doesn't carry any diseases wow. no, that wow. we know of. Uh-huh. Um, so we, we literally produce millions and billions of these in our facility in the north of France. And the reason why I don't have a French accent is because uh, we're building what will become the world's largest insect plant mm-hmm. in in Decatur, Illinois, in partnership with a- ADM. Gotcha. Wait, so, and so where do you get these bugs from? So, where did these bugs come from? So you, well, yeah, go ahead. So, the, Sean, you, you raise them, right? And then you add the, 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 their young, what did you call it? Neo? Just <laughs> so you have like bugs Neonates. and you get, and do bugs and, mate? And what's what the, happens? Sorry, we're just, we're just, like, we're, we don't know if we're in the middle of a National Geographic episode here. <laughs> I we're don't just trying understand to, this so, at all. So name the, name the insect one more time, Sean, to make sure we get that. Yeah, so it's it's the black soldier fly. Black the, soldier fly. The scientific name is Hermesia elucens. And gotcha. The reason why we chose this particular species uh, as our bug of choice, so Mm -hmm, to speak, mm -hmm. is really two main reasons. One, it has a very strong nutritional profile, Mm -hmm. which obviously at at the end of the day, we're making ingredients. We need to have a strong nutritional profile. Gotcha. So really complete and and balanced protein. It can basically compare to the highest end kind of animal-based proteins. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, And then secondly, are functional reasons. So um, advantages at scale. They can live in a vertical farming environment and you uh-huh. can produce a ton of them relatively efficiently. Gotcha. So they're kind of becoming the de facto the, the de facto the, bug of choice the, in the industry. I love this is so fascinating. Uh, Sean, let me ask you this. So so you so the, the little baby flies eat the stuff that's getting produced anyway. They grow up to be adult uh, bugs and then they get they them as adult bugs, they get processed into protein. Is that Actually, mo- the majority, about 95% of our, our insects only make it to their larvae stage, and they get harvest there. So okay, the larvae okay. stage is, I there's see. several stages of yep. metamorphosis in, in an insect, yep. uh, and the larvae stage is when they're basically, one job is to eat as much as they can, get yes. as fat as they can, yes. so they can grow up and turn into pupae and then turn into flies and reproduce. Gotcha. So that's why we really focus on the larvae stage for harvesting. Gotcha. And it only takes about two weeks. Now, the whole life cycle for a black soldier fly is only about 45 days. Okay. Um, so that 5% that we use as broodstock that essentially goes on and reproduces the yeah, colony. So I see. Uh, that's I, what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Some yeah. of so them a, are reproducing. Yes. But yes, some of them, okay. Yes. So, so, that, so that's the, otherwise. You're not creating life. They're creating their own life, right? right? But Understood. you're Exactly. But so let me, let me ask you this, Sean. So the, the bugs themselves, they get you sell the bugs or they get processed into a powder that's a protein. How does this turn yes. into to yeah. my protein? So it's basically comes out into our, our main two ingredients for animal nutrition um, are the uh, protein meal. So it'd basically be like a grinded up and then defatted version of it's similar to like a poultry meal, a whey meal, a uh, Soy meal, something like that, that gotcha. would be used uh, gotcha. in feed and food applications across the board. And then we have our oil, which is actually very similar in fatty acid profile to a coconut oil. So high in uh, medium chain triglycerides, including lauric acid. So, which is a very one of the reasons why coconut oil is such a popular for you know health uh, health enthusiasts and stuff. So right now, if you're going B2B, you don't really need to have consumers understand. Like, I don't need to understand this if it's going to be in my food later on. So how important is it to you that the end user understands this message? Or are you right now focusing Mm, on this more sophisticated market that it's a very different marketing strategy Mm. depending where you want to go with this? It it, it is. It is. But, you know, 
actually, we do focus quite a bit on what the consumer thinks. Yeah, um, and we want to make uh, we want to make what their food eats uh, a differentiate a differentiating sell story directly to those consumers. And we, we've actually done some really interesting work in France to date uh, with with is what we call our value chain approach. So it's where every end of the value chain essentially coordinates to you know, say, hey, we're going to highlight this ingredient. And some value chains, that that is four different different uh, players. So we're at the highest upstream. We're the ingredient. Then we sell to the feed formulator, who then sells to the farmer, who then sells to the grocery retailer. Got it. And we have a part, uh, partner called Auchan in, in France, who is a leading grocer, um, that literally in their aisles, they, they say, hey, this is insect-fed trout. This is insect-fed poultry, insect-fed eggs, insect-fed swine products, uh, for example. And we've done consumer education. We've worked with uh, the actual retail employees at those facilities mm. to train them on what on what those sell po- selling points are. So, and one of the main reasons for our, our, our business to exist is because of its sustainability mm-hmm. aspect. Um, we basically, when you compare it to standard feed ingredients that uh, would show up in the in these um, in these markets, we show an 80 percent reduction uh, in carbon footprint, which wow. is which is pretty incredible. And when you look at the carbon footprint of food, the feed that goes into food is the, the lion's share of the carbon. So footprint. how important is the yuck factor? Yeah, I want to I want to build on Barbara's question because yes. name the fly again. Uh, Sean, it's it's the black soldier fly. Okay, you can't you can't go with that, man. I'm just going to tell <laughs> yeah. you right. Now. No, seriously, no. So, I, no, I was thinking about this because um, the, you know they they renamed the fruit kiwi fruit. It was originally called Chinese gooseberries, and, and no one liked the name, so they had to rename it, and rebrand. I think this is relevant here, to, and because there's a big difference between insect fed and that people thinking that's an insect because people don't yes. want flies yeah, in their burger, but the I'm flies are in the burger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's so exactly how do you how yeah. do you brand? How do you message? How do you do this in a way that avoids what Barbara's calling the yuck factor yeah well when when you're not feeding it directly to humans it's uh you have a little bit of leeway there because uh one of the things we rely on is the naturality of it um so when you think of when you think of trout people how do people fish for trout they go fly fishing Mm -hmm. like flies are a natural part of the diet of trout Mm -hmm. um when you think about poultry what what do chickens peck for Mm -hmm. when they peck Mm -hmm. they they forage for insects um so these are already a part of the natural parts oh, of the diets of, of every, all of the avenues that we work in. And um, so we come back to the naturality, the sustainability, um, and we're actually building a new brand. This is this is uh, we're, we're going to be doing a rollout in the next couple of months of the Hylusia brand. So we're going to call this Hylusia protein, oh. um, Hylusia oil. And Hylusia. it's basically a play on the scientific name, Hermesia hallucins, yep. mm-hmm. but a really kind of clean way of saying Hylusia by Innova Feed is uh, the solution for animal nutrition that is the st- sustainable I think and performance choice. It's a little catchier than that myself. I think there's other ways to market it. What are the other ways? I don't know. Yeah, we're out of time not. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are out of time, but it does sound pretty interesting. Uh, I, um, so where can our where can our listeners go to find out more about this? Because there's a lot of questions here. <laughs> Yeah, we, you can definitely check out our website, innovafeed.com. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's Sean Madison, S-E-A-N. Uh, you can also connect with us at uh, InnovaFeed on LinkedIn. And I'm happy to answer any questions. We're building out these kind of value chain approaches. We're exploring new markets where we will be more close to the consumer. 
And we really want to find good partners that are interested for these high value ingredients uh, in these different markets. We're going to have to have you yeah, come back. Sorry, this is that. a strong, 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 no interesting worries. topic. But yeah. that is all we have time for today. So thank you very much for being here. And we'd like to thank our producers, Deanne Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. We play our show several times throughout the week. And you can follow us on Twitter at SXM Marketing, or you can follow Business Radio at XXM Business for information about all our programming. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Until then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.